Hi and welcome to Detox Talks the Detox a podcast where we talk to some of the world's finest leaders about their detox rituals and how they maintain continuity in a world of noise and chaos how they make sure that the criticism that the world puts on them doesn't affect their insight and they still continue to perform as well as they do thanks for tuning in this is Kunal Chandirmani and you are listening to Detox Talks the Detox with Gagan Sharma on the podcast Gagan is the founder of Indulge India and a certified and renowned wine sommelier and an educationist in the same. Welcome to the podcast. Hi Kural. So, you work with all these brands ITC, Oberoi and all these well-known brands and help them perfect their storytelling when it comes to wine and That's right. In, yeah. And in appreciating the beauty of the same. So, How's it like? What what does your day look like working with all these brands and then learning to appreciate the the real nature behind now very famous idea. Right. So Kunal first of all thanks a lot for having me here. I think what you're trying to do with detox is fantastic and that to at uh, at this very important time when mental hygiene has become uh, the asset that everybody is trying to preserve. Um hospitality as a sector is a uh, little a uh, different from uh, various other properties uh, it is physically and mentally challenging we might not appreciate it but there's a lot of education that goes into uh, a professional who might be just serving a glass of water on your table so what we have tried to do uh, over the years is uh, bring in the idea of uh, experiential entertainment that your education has to be entertaining uh, which sometimes uh, you know as growing up as well which we might have suffered from and the other one is experiential because um the food the beverages and the things around us are very tactile you need to touch them you need to experience them before you understand them properly and now what has also happened is that uh, through vocal for local and various other things uh, the storytelling part behind uh, these uh, products behind these brands has become very important so this is precisely what um, uh, you know we have tried to do over the last uh, few months and years as well empowering the students to tell them stories about <clears throat> the brands and prepare them how to tell that story further um and apart from that uh, also to do that with the consumers and also with the trade itself you know in terms of uh, this setup uh, which is indulge india we are trying to change the way we look at our liquids look at the things around us and create the more experiential with the whole storytelling angle which comes from my personal experiences as a Uh, from my travels and backpacks and mountaineering and various other things um i've visited a lot of monuments across the country and uh, you pick up a guide and you take them around and you have conversations and the only way you can you know appreciate a 500 year old monument is through the story behind it through the small little dents in the stone that they are and uh, that is the whole idea that i wish to convert the professionals into Uh, all of them have to be a very passionate storyteller storytelling in itself is such a fantastic detox in so so many ways like just listening to a story can help you connect with yourself at a deeper level than anything else possibly can so getting storytelling into the industry a uh, uh, even more prominent spot than it ever has had How's it like for you getting storytelling to a mass audience and then personally 
also detoxing yourself while telling stories and while hearing stories and while discovering stories from these monuments so uh, kunal you know one of the things that i should mention here is that i am a minimalist and uh, i am very active in terms of various things i do not have any netflix or amazon prime or anything i don't have any ott my phone is the most boring phone that you can find in a 100 km radius without any applications or anything um i read a lot that is another detox uh, ritual that i follow i read the newspaper and then the books as well read historic books or various other things if i have to watch something i watch uh, interviews or documentaries which fill you up with fun facts and um, you know anecdotes and uh, change the way you have been looking at the world uh history it's all about who's telling the story rather than who's uh, listening to the story so uh, it has been a beautiful way of doing it when we tell that to the consumers and we uh, tell them parts of history and because we work in alcohol industry and as we were talking about it as well sometimes it can be a taboo uh, sometimes it could just be that oh this is something that i do on friday and saturday and so why put too much uh, you know conscious effort in understanding it because till date it has been nice i'm pretty sure i can avoid this information and i can still enjoy my drink later on but again uh, storytelling as you said and especially during covid where human interactions have taken a massive hit have become essential and in hospitality industry specifically you know um, let's understand they stand on two pillars one is human interaction and the second is constant change think about it you go to a coffee shop you have to talk to somebody you can't talk to robots uh, in the hospitality industry the second thing is every 2 seconds every 5 seconds the visuals of a restaurant or a cafe or a hotel keeps lobby keeps on changing we came into covid hospitality was worst hit and uh, people were now sitting in their rooms or in their bedrooms or in their dining table for days over days hours over hours nothing was changing there were no communications that were happening there were no conversations that were happening and that's the reason why you would see that a lot of people in the hospitality industry did have a tough time maintaining their uh, emotional and mental hygiene i know people in first degree of separation who have had uh, issues and they were so broken that there is a pen standing uh, pen sitting in front of them and they wouldn't be able to pick it up to create these human contacts to create these storytellings to create these uh, exciting anecdotal information delivery of them in a very passionate manner also reviving the love for what is india and what is indian produce uh, and how we have been a superpower in the world earlier in the days how we taught a lot of rituals to the world actually gave people a lot of passion and a lot of power uh, you know just to change their view completely uh, for me personally was very fulfilling but for them to see it and acknowledge it and then pass on in their chain of communication was very fulfilling a process so uh, you know hospitality industry has suffered a little bit uh, that is to do a lot with um, you know just the way our industry is set up i'm pretty sure the hotels are and the restaurants are trying to restructure that robert kiyosaki the author of rich dad poor dad in his one of his interviews mentioned this uh, line which uh, <laughs> which changed the way i think uh, he mentioned this thing he said an entrepreneur has to be phd and i said i'm not a phd i'll have to you know go through a very long process to educate myself to become a phd and what he said was phd is poor hungry and driven and i think you know on a human level all of us have this dream that one day i'm going to start this business 
and I'll excel at it and poor hungry and driven. And when the hospitality industry suffered, a lot of people became PhD. They became poor, they became hungry. And, and this is the time when they realized that, yeah, I had this business plan. Why don't I put it into practice? A lot of movement happened in the industry, like uh, cook your own meals, uh, cloud kitchen and home deliveries uh, took a big step. New brands came out. I don't always agree with PhD because of the reason that sometimes it can make you exhausted. And uh, I do understand a lot of people say that you have to go through valleys and mountains because before you get to the summit. And uh, a lot of entrepreneurs say when you are in the low, you look at the summit, you look at the tip of the mountain and it gives you a lot of energy. But there is a trouble in that as well. And coming out from a mountaineering background, I can say that. If you lock your eye to the goal, you are literally giving 50% of your vision, 50% of your mind to that one particular thing. You're only taking one eye to see the world. Uh, when we start on treks and, and uh, you know go to the mountains, when we start from the village, it sometimes takes us 10 days, 12 days to even get to see the first visual of the mountain and the summit that we are trying to achieve. And that is what the point is that, you know, your journey has to be nice. So if you become a PhD and you lock your eye to the summit and you don't enjoy the journey, if you don't enjoy, enjoy the failures and the, and the lows and the highs, right. the mountain is going to be there. You fail, you can always come back again. Right? Your goal is going to be there. If you don't achieve in the first year, second year, it's there. You can always try again. But if you fail and then you come back and you achieve it, it becomes such a beautiful story to tell, isn't it? And that's what we were talking about earlier, that storytelling is what has become so essential now. <laughs> Love that. Love the way uh, you express the whole idea. So. I love the way you phrase it in context of putting it as the story behind you adopting storytelling. So storytelling your journey with storytelling. <laughs> so uh, overall today, how, how how does your detox ritual look like? Uh, so I, I, as I said, I, I start my day. I'm a minimalist. As I said, uh, social media doesn't play a very important role in my life. Luckily, on my floor, in my bedroom, I don't even get uh, a mobile network. So that has helped so much. Uh, but anyway, so I wake up early. Um, the first one, one and a half hour is completely dedicated to brewing my cup of coffee. I grind them in the morning, make a pour over, which is a very slow process, but very, that's what you want in the morning, not a very quick process, something that wakes up with you as while you wake up. Uh, the first hour is just reading the newspaper. Uh, it's very enlightening. You feel empowered that you have the right knowledge as to what was happening in the world and what is happening in the world. I feel very confident having any sort of conversation throughout the day about, you know, current affairs because I've read the newspaper. Uh, so that is, that is nice. After that, I wake up my dog. Uh, he's a very lazy fellow. And take him to the park, a good 20-25 minute stroll, come back, feed him. And that is when the laptop and the phones come in. So first two hours are very, very conscious dedication towards uh, just uh, consuming the right sort of information and putting your uh, yourself into a place where you feel that you have done well for yourself and for the other person in the room. After that, yeah, the work begins. And, uh, you know, being an educator, being a consultant, we are con continuously on the phone, Zoom calls, and in front of our laptops. My dog laughs at me at times. What is this guy doing? Looking at the screen and just laughing. Um, so, yeah, once those are over, you need to relax a little bit. So I go and play with my dog. Uh, I go upstairs to see my niece who's just turned a little over one year and she has started walking. 
so i go upstairs and i see her she has the cutest and the brightest smile on the planet and uh, she can't say my name just yet but she runs towards me and she hugs me and she gives me a peck on the cheek which completely takes all the stress all the you know emotions that we you were going through because it's just absolutely pure and unhindered affection uh, over the weekends i try and play with my ne- uh, nephew uh, we play cricket on the rooftop because he's a new generation doesn't believe in playing in the park or on the street uh, so yeah these are some of them not on a daily basis but now what i've done is consciously shift from um, uh, driving the car to riding my bike and um, i'm pretty sure kunal you can relate to it as well that when you are on on your motorcycle or on your bicycle uh your phone is in your pocket or somewhere in your bag no mm-hmm. mails no messages no whatsapp no music playing um and you have a conversation with yourself and that one one and a half hour of uh, conversation with yourself in you you're not trying to lie to yourself not trying to impress yourself rather just asking questions as to what you're doing and where are you going, is the biggest detox factor for me uh pre covid i used to travel on in mountains and do backpacking and solo travels again just to do the same thing of talking to yourself and like a therapeutic cleansing process in november end we took a 10 day bike trip to rajasthan with my tribe of bikers who were all hospitality background uh, professionals all riders and we all came back in unison we said we needed this this was therapeutic 8 hours of driving from point a to point b was the best part of the bike trip rather than just visiting monuments and you know the storytelling part of it uh so yeah that's what keeps my mental hygiene in place that's beautiful i think the having a healthy morning routine is so important a lot of people would uh, have adopted different habits right now you've been into reading for a while so when you're reading it it's such a beautiful time to not just connect with what the author is saying but connect with yourself and the idea that you're totally in a different world you and the narrator and and you and it feels so divine in itself so how was it that you really started reading on an active basis so kunal 2016 was a life altering year for me uh, okay. i had turned 30 and uh, sort of like you know sounds very fancy now when i see using that word but i thought i was going through a midlife crisis <laughs> uh, <laughs> and uh, that's when i picked up my ba- i bought a backpack for the first time i went on an international solo backpack trip to sri lanka just wanted to be around the country still and be safe um and then i went on to this 280 day backpack trip across the country chasing unesco world heritage sites which later on became a lemka book record as well and that's when i realized that you know i would go to a monument and the locals would tell me a very different story as compared to what the internet would tell me <clears throat> and that's when i realized the idea behind knowing uh, the world view and the local view and the reason why these views differ and then i realized that uh, i'll have to start reading uh, and you know deciding what is the fact that i wish to base my stories on and uh, correcting those faulty storytellings from the past that our school also teaches us uh, at times very true um our education system also teaches us bluffs us at times that is what i realize i'll have to read uh, to understand that and i am naturally inclined towards history and uh, the moguls towards what british did to india and uh, the mongols and various other aspects i have my heroes from them uh, noor jahan jahangir uh, aurangzeb uh, shashi tharoor is a very good storyteller and i'm pretty sure. sure all of us would agree with that as to what british have done you can really boil your blood 
with his writing. Uh, so yeah, so I think 2016 in that quest of knowing, learning the why behind it, not the what, not the how, but the why behind it. Why is this the way it is? Um, and I questioned a lot of uh, things, and uh, that made me into a very firm believer of educating yourself. looking at history from various points and uh, that's when i started reading a lot of course being a sommelier being in the profession as i said in the opening uh, bit as well that we have to educate ourselves a lot before we could even be authorized by our managers to you know pick a glass of water and put it on the table i have been in the condition of uh, because i was doing the certification the highest certifications indians could do some of them and i was amongst the first to do them Uh, at a very very early age, which made me travel, which made me study overnight, and my family supported me through it. Uh, you know, alcohol is a lot of science, and I was a commerce background student, so I couldn't understand chemicals very well. So I had to keep on asking, why does this happen the way it happens? Why has it happened for ten thousand years the way it still happens? And to find that you know answer to your own self brings a lot of confidence. and when you are convinced you can convince somebody else as well so yeah i think uh, that's where the uh, reading ritual came from uh, newspaper is again reading just to have very conscious awareness of what is happening around you and the facts behind it um and it just continues it is really really helpful uh, once the day finishes <clears throat> i do not open my laptop as much as much as i open a a book i like the spiritual awakening side of it that's so beautiful because the whole thing comes down to more of a spiritual awakening than anything else there was this wonderful uh thing i was reading in this book called sapiens you might have read it by you all noah hmm. harari uh by intanji bread that one yeah some parts of it i and couldn't finish it completely i had this fantastic line about religion and spirituality and the difference and about how spirituality is exactly what he went through a spiritual awakening of questioning mm. of not believing mm. like say plate is circular and not square asking why is it circular and not square curiosity yeah. and i think you know that that comes a lot from uh, kunal it comes a lot from uh, being a little disruptive <laughs> from the very beginning uh, i come from a hindu middle class family sharma family brahmin family and working in alcohol was <clears throat> uh, a little bit of a disruption from how the social value of the family was um everybody in our family has been in service they have all been employees none of them have ever had uh, um an epiphany to move into business and i did and um in a way that i see that as challenging the norms a little bit uh people love to travel fancy vacation hotels and planning everything i always and always travel solo and uh, with a backpack in in a hostel situation on your vacation you want to lease i want to climb mountains so there has always been a little bit of this disruption that has happened as you also mentioned that awakening which might not always be religious a uh, religion uh, it might not even be spiritual but just conscious um, as such i mean i don't actively meditate but uh, taking a walk in the park sometimes can be therapeutic exactly um, our four year olds are so pure <laughs> yeah that's right yeah so uh, you know uh, this disruption has to have a very very strong foundation somewhere a very very clear vision a very very clear idea of what you are and how you are going to get from point a to point b and that comes from again in my personal life i think that has come from minimalism 
um, that I have 24 hours. I What are the distractions? I don't have a TV in my house. What are your distractions and where do you want to put your energy and how do you want to turn that into productivity? Like, I, I personally want to stay a kid for my entire life. Uh, inside, if not, because outside might not be biologically possible, but at least inside, always, always being curious, always asking questions, every question possible, every single one, because, yeah, that's really where everything comes down to, always asking questions. Perfect. So, moving on to the rapid-fire round. So these are a couple of quick questions. Answer them in, in the least possible words. Sure. Read books or listen to a podcast? Now I listen to the podcast, but before that I was reading books. Cook food or order in? Always cook food. Sleep early or sleep late? Sleep early. Alone time or family time? Alone time. Do chores or declutter? Always do chores. You wake up in 2030. What's the first thing you do? I'll check if people are wearing masks perpetually has become an absolute reality or not. <laughs> In 2050, what about that? Oh, uh, what's the new mountain to climb? As in, <laughs> didn't get that one. You know how uh, every the, the peaks are yet to be found. A uh, lot of new peaks are yet to be found. Uh, we haven't done a complete study of mountains and all that stuff. So every I now and then that. they the government the government uh, declares, oh, this peak has been found and it is climbable. So go go crazy. Workout or relax? Relax. Wake up early or wake up late? Wake up early. Cook food or order in? Cook food, always. Therapeutic. Learn a new dish or learn a new skill? Uh, a new language maybe. Typed or written? Written. Video course or face-to-face? Face-to-face. Coffee or tea? Coffee, always. Smart casuals, suits or pajamas? Suits. Well-stitched suits. Indoors or outdoors? Outdoors. Messages or calls? Calls. Your favorite food? Italian cuisine. Perfect. Thanks a lot for coming on the podcast. It was a pleasure to host you. Thanks a lot for having me here, Kunal. You just heard an episode on the Detox Podcast. Do not forget to subscribe on your favorite streaming platform, whether it is Spotify or iTunes. We are there.